Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Live with Rye, the podcast. I'm your host, Rye Myers, your Broadway and entertainment BFF, and I am so thrilled you are joining me again here for a brand new episode. Listen, I am so excited for today's episode. Um, we all love Disney. We all love Broadway. And Disney on Broadway is having a new show that is opening at Paper Mill Playhouse starting February 16th. The one and only Hercules, which we are all excited for. We've been excited for since we first heard about it in 2019. And I'm thrilled to welcome the leading lady of it all, who is starring as Meg in this iconic new musical originated from the Disney movie. Please help me welcome the incredible, the one, the only, Isabel McCalla. Hi, Hi. Isabel. How you doing? I'm good, love. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm waking up for the day, getting ready for a day of tech rehearsal. I bet. I bet. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I was going to say, I know you're in the breaths of tech rehearsal. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and my audience about this. And uh, I'm like rolling out of my skin, excited to just finally see this production. You know, I saw it at the public theater when they did it outside Mm -hmm. the Delacorte and now this. So what has the rehearsal process been like for this epic new Disney on Broadway's Hercules? Um, It's a paper mill. It's been pretty standard to most uh, other shows I've been a part of. We have a four-week rehearsal period in the studio. Um, And and the first week, we spent a lot on book work, you know, working on the characters, relationships, backgrounds, all that fun stuff. And then we got on our feet and did about the first act in one week, the second act in another, and then did runs our last week. And the only difference is it's our production happens to be Disney enhanced, which has been lovely. So we have access to giant uh magical elements that i can't name which i almost did <laughs> it's okay no worries no worries we don't want you to get in disney trouble yes we know they have Thank their you. incredible disney elements which make this i think even more of a more spectacular production because you have paper mill playhouse which is an incredible uh theater have you been there before have you performed there before or is this your first time yes no i've actually performed there before i was there last season i did clue the play oh musical. yes Yes, um, Lady Vet, the French maid. It was very fun, and then I yes, did a capture of Beehive for them. So okay. that wasn't live, but it was during the pandemic, and it was six women, and we just—I like to call it like the '60s version of six. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, I did see Clue there. So as you know, then it's Paper Mill Playhouse on such a big scale, and you have Disney. I mean, that's going to be epic. I can't wait yes. to see the magic that they have. Um, so you know, did you see this when it was at the Public Theater in 2019? I did not. I couldn't get a ticket. Also, I think I was. Still doing prom at that that prom at the time. It was yeah. yeah, September of 2019. Oh, September so- of 2019. No, okay. So I was not. I was doing um, Footloose at the Kennedy Center. Gotcha. Well, because I was going to ask, is this a whole new production? Do you know from the public theater's production? Um, has it been you know newly you know restaged and and stuff? Um, I I wonder. Yes, I mean I I think it is a pretty large scale overhaul of the production from the public s- simply because you know they at that point they had Broadway inspirational voices and then the 200 community members right right with them so um ours is is still a very large company but it's uh comprised of just the actors uh the storytellers in our version and it's not for outside so we have a lot of fly space yeah, so coming in from overhead i think it's the budget's been amped up. I think yes. some of the script has been uh, reworked from what I've heard. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so you're definitely going to experience a lot of new things and new people embodying these iconic roles. And 
it's got a great cast. I mean, we have Bradley Gibson as Hercules, mm -hmm. the incredible Schuller, Schuller Hensley as Hades, yes. uh, the one and only James Monroe Egelhart as Phil. We have you as Meg. So, I mean, tell me, how did you land the role as Meg? What was that process like? I mean, that must have been so crazy when you got the phone call that said you're going to be Meg in this newly, highly anticipated production of Hercules. What was that uh, process like? Yeah, um, wild. I actually got an email in March of last year that said, hey, they're going to do a reading of Hercules and want to know if you ste can step in for Meg. So I was like, wow. yeah, sure. That sounds like fun. And it was two weeks and we were sitting at desks and or de or music stands, I should say. And I, I didn't really think anything of it. I was just going with the flow and happy to be there and happy yeah. to play with these phenomenal people. Um. And then I got asked to do the next reading in July. And then this offer came through for paper mill in about sometime in the summer, I guess, or a late summer. So I, I, I felt very grateful and, and super excited to be moving forward with it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty iconic, I've got to say. It is. It is very iconic and incredible, too, that they've made the show so, um, the casting-wise, it's just so so many beautiful people, so so diverse, and um, mm -hmm. some of the top talent too. I mean, you know, JJ uh, Neiman is in it, who we've seen in so many things. He's a he's so much fun. We've got a great he's part of the ensemble, um, mm -hmm. and so many Broadway's best, really, right? And um, you can't forget the women who are playing our muses because they're all icons in their own right. Yes, yes, they are. And Ray, Charity Angel Dawson, Stacy McCleskey, oh, Tiffany Mann, and Rashidra yes. Scott. It's it's just a powerhouse. Incredible. It is. They're, they're, they're the ones leading us through the story. And I, I would see the show for them. Yes. So thank them. you. Thank you. I was blanking. I was, I, I there, I was blanking on every, on everyone. So thank you because I, oh, I see JJ is a friend of the show. Uh, but yes, Charity Dawson, Tiffany, man, holy crap. Can she sing? I mean, they all can sing, but holy yeah. crap. Tiffany man is just, I mean, unbelievable. So yeah. that's, this could be a stellar show. Now, mm -hmm. What has it been like to also work with Alan Menken? I mean, as you know, he did the music for this. I mean, that's, I assume he's had some take or at least has sat in on rehearsals. Yeah, um, he has sat in on rehearsals. He's been there at least for the readings. He, he, he's been, he was in the room a little more for the readings. Um, I think the music is pretty set at the moment, which is great because it's fantastic. And he's, he's a delightfully warm human who genuinely loves music. And yes. he's always a positive force whenever he's in the room. And he's iconic. I mean, it's the Alan Menken. So to be in oh, a room yeah. with him must be. Yeah. And so for those who love the film Hercules, who grew up with it, um, you know, I'm sure like you and I did. Um, mm -hmm. How is this obviously keep true to the story, but also um, bring on a new light to it as well? Yeah, um, I would say narratively, it's pretty standard start to mm -hmm. finish. You have the same kind of narrative arc for Hercules and all these characters. However, uh, because we have the added luxury of stage time, uh, you know, we have an extra half hour or hour. I think the film was 90 minutes. Our show's two and a half. So it's, oh, wow. um, yeah. you get an extra hour um, of backstory, which is great. So you get to know a little bit more about why all of the characters do the things they do and where they came from. And then they're also, we get to expand on their musical repertoire. So Hades has a great song in this. Meg's got a new song in our production, which is fun. Um, Phil's got a brand new song that's debuting in this iteration of it, not even in the past yeah, workshops. So it's a very, very exciting time. And uh, yeah, it's I, I think you're going to 
recognize the story that you know and love mm -hmm. and get so much more from it. I am so excited. And I mean, you get to sing the iconic No Chance, No Way, I Won't Say I'm in Love. Um, I do? Oh, that's yeah. good. Right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> no, of course. So that, I mean, I mean, added to the fact that you get to obviously have a new song. I mean, it must be iconic to, um, I mean, sing that. So, you know, is there, is there, uh, you know, have you heard from Susan Egan in this process? Like, have you, or, you know, Krista, who did this at the public, like, have you taken your own, um, your own sort of, uh, your own look into this character? Or have you drawn from past iterations of people who have played this? Yeah, um, I, well, first of all, Susan Egan has, has been nothing but lovely to me. I was doing the Disney Princess concert tour right before I started rehearsals for this. And she has been so supportive and she has wanted to tell everybody on the face of the planet that I was met. Like every time she's like, can I tell people now? I'm like, Susan, no, it's not public knowledge. You can't do it. But then when they finally announced it, she was so excited and she came to our final show in St. Louis and she got on stage and made a full announcement and passed the sandal on to me, essentially. Oh, um, and it was, it was a really beautiful moment. And I, I feel so supported and loved by her. Um, and also just, I feel the permission um, to make Meg my own, which uh, has really been special. So I do there the, again, you have the essence of the character. She's the femme fatale. She's the con artist. She's the one with yeah. the witty, sassy remarks always at the ready, withering commentary. That is still there. But yeah. um, I am excited that I, I try, I'm with our new script, I'm able to bring to her a little bit more vulnerability, a little bit um, just more dimension and layers in this three dimensional stage production rather than the two dimensional film. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, I respect and pay homage to everything that Susan did, everything that Krista did. And I'm just going to try to make it my own. I love that. That's the best way to do it. And the only way to do it, especially, you know, in, in a role like this. And that's what makes it, I think, even more fresh and more exciting. And what are you learning about yourself as an actress in this, during this time, you know, in, in hmm. creating the role of Meg in this rehearsal and in going into a new sort of not show, but going into this opening, like what are you learning about yourself yeah. as an actress that you'll take with you onto your next roles? That's a very good question. Um, I think personally, what Meg has given me is the gift of stillness. Um, wow. Yeah, and I, it's, it's really, I've learned how much power there is in reserving displaying what you think and what you feel and letting other people come to you. Mm -hmm. And for Meg, there's a very specific reason why she does that is because she was burned in the past when she was too vulnerable. Um, and so I'm a very, in my whole normal life, I'm like super vibrant and I'm like very just, I like, I just move all over the place. And Meg's not like that at all. She's very stoic. And so I, I've been finding her power in that. And, and I think that's translating into also how I work in the room myself. I, I am getting really uh, good at being more specific when I have commentary. I'm not afraid to speak up in the room, which is nice. So mm -hmm. yeah, she's Meg has given me a lot of power and inner um, groundedness, which I'm really grateful for. I love that. And I love to hear that. And she embodies that so much of the fact that yeah, been able to take that from it is incredible. Now, I mean, how incredible is it to hear zero to hero? 
uh, with the muses. I mean, this I I can't even begin to. If we thought we loved the Zero to Hero from the film, with obviously had you know Lilius and Lashans and everyone yes. in between, but I'm like my mind is blowing to hear this with every with all of the muses. What is that? I mean, you must be you insane. Must, I, it's I can't. a party. It is. It's absolute madness in the best way. It sounds. Unreal, but it's not only just the muses. The muses are incredible, but our ensemble is comprised of some of the best voices I've ever heard. Oh yeah, period. So the sound is like a wall, and it's always even even though they're like tumbling and doing crazy tricks and spins, like it sounds like a hundred voices in one room that are that are bouncing off the walls, and it's so powerful and full and magnetic, and it's. Oh my gosh. It's just really special. It's really special. The casting for this is so spot on too. Like they did such a great job with bringing everyone together, you know? Mm -hmm. And I mean, yeah. And now of course your leading man is the incredible Bradley Gibson, who also is no stranger to the Disney world, having obviously Mm -hmm. played Simba in the Lion King. Um, How is it like working with Bradley and, you know, what have you learned from each other? I mean, it must be great to play off of each other. And are you as, you know, as him as Hercules or you and Meg and you as Meg, are you, you know, um, bringing, you know, a different vibe to the characters? Like, how is that working? Yeah. Um, I think what's, I love Bradley. He's so wonderful and he's a great leader of our company too. Um, yeah. I think what's fun about Bradley is he's in his Hercules, he's finding the, the child, the inner child who just wants to be loved. Um, and it's, he's got a really beautiful or he's crafted a really beautiful arc of, of going from child to man in our show. Wow. Um, and it's really fun because in our show, the gender norms are swapped in this relationship. So he's the ingenue and oh, wow. I'm yeah. the, you know, I'm the con artist. I'm the femme fatale. Like he's the, right. the one who's so vulnerable and so honest. And I, the one who, keeps everything close to the chest. So it's been really fun to play off of that and learn when we can turn the dial for each of our characters and when we can like play off of each other. So we're very playful, which I appreciate. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's so, he's so warm and lovely. And I I hope that it feels genuine because I do genuinely love him. (laughs) And now I have to ask too, you know, I'm always so curious. Is it, in a way, I mean, I always lo- I love going to Paper Mill Playhouse to see shows. And aside mm-hmm. from the fact that it's Paper Mill Playhouse, there's something about getting off the train in Milburn and just yes. being in suburbs, clean air, outside yeah. of the city. So is there sort of also a nice reprieve that you get to and being in a different area outside of the city, performing in like a community, suburbs, clean air, you know, yes. not as noisy? Yeah, absolutely. Milburn is a beautiful town and it's very chill and and people are so kind and i walked into a health food store yesterday and this man came in he was like this is my favorite store in my favorite town on my favorite day and it was just like he was out of a cartoon and he left and the woman behind the counter was like i kid you not he comes in every single day sometimes twice a day and he's always that enthusiastic oh so it's just it's got some real real neighborly charm and then the food's great the the nature's great there's a lot of trees which i'm a big fan of yes um, so yeah it's a it's a really nice reprieve like you said from the city which i love and you know i live here of but it's good, to, yeah, same. it's good to get out well hercules runs at paper mill playhouse february 16th through march 
19th and opening night is Wednesday, March 1st. So if you don't have tickets, get them now, folks. Listen, they're flying. I mean, I know availability is limited. You can go to papermill.org, um, I believe, to get your tickets. I am so honored that I have the chance to, to see this. And I mean, Isabel, I am so excited to not only see you, but to see the show, the cast, uh, my inner, obviously, I'm such a big Disney fan. I'm a, you know, a musical lover, of course. And so we're, we finally are getting this production that's been in the works for so long. This was like yes. announced pre COVID that this was happening. And then, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the pandemic puts us on hold. So, I mean, this is, this is really exciting and who knows, you know, maybe we'll get a Hercules on Broadway um, in the coming years, you know, I know nothing. No, no, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But just because we don't know, you should definitely get your tickets now because this is the only time you'll be able to see it. Exactly. You know, and and I mean, let's hope. I mean, Disney has a record of bringing things to Paper Mill and then to Broadway. So we shall hope. Um, As we finish up here, are there any, um, you know, final things that you would like to share with my audience or my guests, even on personal note, anything you're working on um, in career wise or music or. there are things in the works that I can't say yet, which is very exciting. Um, yes. and I'm just thrilled to be able to be doing this iconic role in this iconic show. And I hope everybody gets to come see it. I hope everyone does too. Um, lastly, what, um, I, I, and lastly, b- before we continue, what is a dream role of yours that you hope to play if you mm-hmm. haven't played it already? Um, well, I, if they make Miss Congeniality into a musical, I want to play Gracie Hart. Yes. Oh. That's great. That's great. Well, Isabel, I will let you go on this fabulous Friday. I know you're starting tech later today. You go into shows next. You start previews next week. I can't believe it. Um, yes. So excited to, for opening night on March 1st. Um, everyone, go get your tickets now to see Hercules, the new the musical at Paper Mill Playhouse. You can go to papermill.org. Follow Isabel Michaela as well. Um keep up with her what is your social media handles for those who are yes i'm at izzy mccalla on instagram that's it izzy i don't McCalla. have tiktok yet no I'm hey that's all right it's hey you're not you're not missing anything with tiktok <laughs> <laughs> i've uh, you know it's i've i'm i've just mastered instagram i'm on tiktok but like instagram is good enough for me and i was forced to get on tiktok so yeah. <laughs> but you be well and everyone go get your tickets, go see Izzy, go support the cast. Um, it's truly incredible. Izzy, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hi friend. It's Rye Myers, your Broadway and entertainment BFF. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of live with Rye, the podcast. I hope you got value out of it. Hey, do me a big favor, download this episode and make sure you subscribe to this podcast and also leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The more five-star ratings and review that I have, the better this podcast does. So I need your help and support. So make sure you leave that five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you want to watch this episode or all my other podcast episodes in video form, you can click the link in the show notes to go to my YouTube channel where you can see all of these episodes in video form. It's really, really cool. So make sure you head over there to watch this in full video form as well. Well, thank you so much for watching and I will see you next Thursday for another episode of Live with Rye the Podcast. Make sure you keep it locked here for all episodes of Live with Rye the Podcast. Thanks so much and have a great night.